Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Weeper Podcast. It's Monday, another beginning to the work week. And we're in Revelation chapter 17 on our chapter today journey. Appreciate you joining me. It was verse 16 that resonated with me this morning. It says, The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Today's podcast is entitled Rogues Gallery. In my previous post, I drew upon a comic book character to discuss the topic of justice in relation to the justice God brings upon the earth with the trinity of judgments that culminates in seven bowls of God's wrath here in the book of Revelation. This morning, as I meditated on the chapter, I found myself once again finding the world of comic books an apt parallel. In classic comics like Batman and Spider-Man, we are introduced to a rogues gallery of antagonists with whom our superheroes wage a battle of good and evil. Occasionally, the writers will weave a storyline in which all of the bad guys join together to fight the intrepid hero or heroine. In a similar way, today's chapter reveals John being given a vision of a rogues gallery of earthly power players bent on waging war on God and God's people. We have a great prostitute. And then there's the beast, another beast, on which she rides. There are the seven kings, which are also seven hills, because again, these are metaphors, and metaphors are layered with meaning. So we have seven kings, which are also seven hills. And then we have an eighth king, the Antichrist, the previous beast, allied with the seven kings. And then there are another ten kings who don't yet have a kingdom who are allied to the beast. Now, when Jesus began his earthly ministry, Satan, the evil one whom Jesus called the prince of this world, showed Jesus all the kingdoms of this world and all of their earthly power and all of their splendor. And the prince of this world then offered to give them all to Jesus if Jesus would only bow and worship him. Jesus passed on the offer, knowing, number one, that his kingdom was not of this world, and number two, that he was sent on a mission with a much higher purpose. See, the rapidly approaching climax of John's revelation, just like a great story or a great movie, has the key players from the beginning of the story and the conflict advancing towards the story's ultimate clash, God, the serpent, and fallen humanity. Satan and his rogues gallery scramble for power and authority to wage this war, this battle against God and against the Lamb. What struck me as I read the chapter was the infighting among these earthly power players. In his letter to Jesus' followers in Galatia, Paul listed the characteristics of those who live according to the prince of this world. Quote, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, end quote. When you have multiple players, each driven by hatred, discord, and selfish ambition, 
it's basically impossible to create any sustainable alliance towards a common goal. See, what I've observed on this earthly journey is that evil always ends up imploding from the inside out, as evil ones will always eventually turn on their own to satisfy their personal hatred, rage, and selfish ambition. So in the quiet this morning, I am reminded that in the earthly conflict of good and evil to which I'm subject on this earthly journey, God continually reminds me to persevere and endure. Jesus passed up the quick and easy way to earthly power offered by the prince of this world, instead choosing to endure the suffering and death on a cross that led to a catastrophic resurrection and eternal power. So Jesus urges me to follow in his footsteps. I end the day with the beginning verses of Hebrews chapter 12, which came to mind as I was meditating from the message. It says, do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we'd better get on with it. Strip down, start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.